All right, we're back with the same episode of Swag Tear <laughs> that you were listening to last week. We were just in such a good flow that even though we normally start uh, wrapping things up around the 25-minute mark so that we can cut off by the 30-minute mark, we just kept going. Well, I just couldn't contain myself. <laughs> yeah. We were like 27 minutes, and you were like, let me talk about KCON. And I was like, are you sure you want to, I mean, you want to start? Do you, want to, do you just want to stop now? And you were like, no, we're talking about KCON. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this is honestly like how I do all of my software engineering, just for the record. I totally overpromise. I'm like, oh, like I can get that done in a day. And then like oh, five months later, I'm like, I'm still not done with that. Sorry. But I'll need like one more day. <laughs> and future employers... Don't just disregard what I just said. If you're a future employer listening, I'm a great software engineer and I always deliver on time. She guarantees she's going to deliver or some hands are going to be chopped off. Yes, exactly. So on to the episode or the remainder of the episode. So traveling back in time here again. Um, that's our that's our time machine noise. It's <laughs> our time machine noise. You, you want to put that on the, the swag to your soundboard? Yeah, I want to put it on the... But what is that thing called? Petroleum? <laughs> what? Pa- that, pa- Patreon. That one. <laughs> Petroleum. I'm butchering things left and right. Oh my god. <laughs> there goes our Patreon sponsorship. <laughs> well, we got a Razor sponsorship and a Logitech sponsorship, so I had to ruin something. Otherwise, this isn't swag to <laughs> So, um... I'm not really sure where I'm going to go with this next sponsorship that I'm going to talk about. It might be a loss. It might be a gain. I'm not really sure. We'll find out. But last weekend, I went to um, KCON New York slash New Jersey. Right. The whatever. KCON, the, the New York convention that is held in New Jersey. Yep. There's there's nothing New York about it. I don't even know. I don't even know. So, had a great time. The concerts were easily, like two of the best nights of my life they were just so good just quality music i mean definitely the seats that we had helped we were second row seats we could basically like breathe out onto (laughs) onto these people we were so close Um, i mean we weren't as close as the standing people but you know i think the standing people kind of got like a raw end of the deal to be honest because they the stage was raised so high and like the stage kind of came out as like a little bit of a snake so there was like one section of people before the first turn and then another section of people before the next turn and then another section of people after the last turn of the stage so you know if the artists were on the main part of the stage and not this like snake walkway like if you're in the last section like forget it you can't see anything yeah yeah and you like those tickets were expensive tickets those were like some of the four hundred dollar tickets and i'm like i'm not paying four hundred dollars to look up i mean you basically look up the skirts but (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean maybe that's exactly why <laughs> i would like to see a little bit more of uh what's going on those guys probably got a view you didn't yeah that's true they did get a view i didn't but um the the music was so good even i mean i only went for mamamoo which we all know right. I, I was gonna say you know before they announced that mamamoo is part of this lineup i mean you weren't even super excited about seeing most of these artists no because most of them were guys and i don't really know male artists as well as i know female artists Uh, mostly because and and i know like there's all sorts of jokes about you know gay jokes in there but really it's because i think the majority of um, male k-pop tends to be darker than Mm. 
female K-pop, and I'm more of a like bubbly, poppy yeah, kind poppy. of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not really the rappy slash. Almost, I guess I don't really know a good word. Right. I I wouldn't say it's like emo. It's, no, it's not it's emo. Like, it's like heartfelt. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of. I guess it's not rocky either. I I don't I don't have a good word for it. But you know, a good example of this, if you're looking for what I'm talking about, is um, the song "Fire" by BTS. Just look that up. You'll hear it. It's just darker themed music, I think, hmm. and it's not quite what I like to listen to. Yeah. So anyway, the I loved all the music. I thought it was all really good, and you know, I even mm, even "Fire" by BTS. Yes, even "Fire" by BTS. It was good. BTS was clearly like the main group that everybody was there, that all the 12 year old girls were there to see. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I was like the only one like screaming and crying when Mama Moo came on. And there was actually even a part where there was like some, before one of the concerts started, they were playing something on the screens. It was some like preview or like maybe a music video or something. And it was a boy group. And I turned to Joey and I was like, who is that? And the girls next to us almost had like a heart attack. They were like, are you kidding? Like, what are you doing at this concert if you don't know who that is? That's they, BTS. Duh. They almost struck you down they, just so yeah. BTS senpai would notice them. <laughs> BTS senpai. Oh, man. I mean, there was a noticeable, like when they were announcing the different groups that were going to perform, like it would be like, Oh, and Mama Moo, and everyone would be like, yay. And then it would be like, oh, like 17. Yay. And then they would be like, BTS. And everyone's like, <laughs> like, what? And I was just like, holy sh- Like, what just happened? Wow. You narrowly avoided death. <laughs> I did narrowly they, avoid these death. These girls were like heartbeats away from stringing you up on a cross and, and just like shouting out to BTS, like, we've caught a non believer. <laughs> Reward our faith. With a high touch. Yes. Yes. Those high touches were worth so much money. Right, right. So, so it, can you explain this high touch thing? Because I, I think I'm still not 100% clear on what what this is. You you got a high touch pass. Yes. With so, your ticket. Yes. So, in short, at KCON, they, KCON is famous for having these fan engagements, as they call them. And there's two parts to the fan engagement. There's the high touch section and the audience section. And the audience is basically just, you know, a group of people all clamored up watching what's going on. And honestly, like, I don't know why anybody would want an audience pass to these things because they're short. Like they are literally like 10. I don't even know if 10 minutes is the right amount of time because 10 minutes even seems kind of long when I think about it now. And this but is 10 minutes to, to be in the audience for what? Just watching. There's literally like an MC up there and the MC is asking them questions like, oh, how does it feel to meet all your fans here in the United States? Or okay, like, so you're part of a, like an exclusive Q&A. Yes. But like you can watch this thing online and not have to wait in line for hours. Because like people queue up early. They're, like I saw some girl tweet like, at 6 a.m. on Saturday, like, oh, I'm in line for the concert tonight at 8 o'clock. And I'm like, huh. well, I guess the concert was at 7. But I was like, are you kidding me? Like, Still, 12 hours. It's hot outside. It's the middle of summer. Like, girl, you cray. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she brought a whole, like, cooler full of drinks and snacks. She has a parasol to keep the sun off. At least that's that's the setup I saw at the Tokyo Game Show. 
Well, I don't know if these 12-year-old girls that go to this thing are that well-equipped, but, you know, we can yeah. give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure the mom's carrying it. <laughs> That's true. The mom's probably carrying it. <laughs> the mom is like, get me the F out of here. <laughs> so the thing about the audience that, like, really is weird, like, to let me give you a little bit more of a picture of how this works. The room that these engagements happen in is sectioned off into two sections where the high touch section is the section in front they're the closest to the stage they're the closest to the artist and then there's like a barrier you know like a waist high wall that blocks out the audience section so the audience like isn't even really close to the artist and they're already like trying to look over all the heads of whoever's in the high touch section so you're literally paying like to wait in line forever and not even be that close to the artists and then you literally just stand there for the 10 minutes of q a plus however long it takes to do the high touch so after they do the 10 minutes of q a they start the high touch and basically everybody in the high tech se- touch section gets into a line and they go up there and they get to talk to them and high five them and like hug them for like you know five seconds you know, you're you're you don't get a lot of time because the line's pretty long, and like there these moderators up there are like rushing people along. Sure, sure, but you you got five seconds of uninterrupted Mamamoo time. I did well times four since there's four of them. Oh, Twenty seconds. <laughs> but the five seconds that really matter were the five seconds with Solar, where I like embarrassedly embarrassedly muttered that I loved her in Korean. <laughs> <laughs> And then Moonbyul was next to her and she was like, ooh, like, <laughs> like, damn, this whitey <laughs> can say some things that she hears in all her K-dramas and K-pop. White girl knows some tricks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's her n- n- name of the episode. White girl knows some tricks. <laughs> no, no segue. It's probably more, more apt. <laughs> but that was literally the best five seconds of my life. Minus the concert, which was also fantastic. And Mamamoo even sang Wonder Girls. Like, totally shocking me, because Wonder Girls is my other favorite oh, yeah. group of all time. Which you've also seen in person. Yes, I have also seen in person, and also very close. Steven accompanied me to that concert, and that's a story for another time. <laughs> I sort of felt like the mother on that one. I was like, I don't know these people. <laughs> Megan, like, <laughs> my, my daughter keeps talking about them. I've never <laughs> listened to them. Why am I here? We're clearly the oldest people here. <laughs> yeah, we, we were definitely, we had, like... I want to say, yeah, I want to say at least five, at minimum, five years on everyone in that audience and easily 10 years over the median age. Oh, God. (laughs) And that was made very clear to me at KCON as well. Joey and I were very clearly some of the oldest people there. And in fact, the woman who sat in front of Joey and I at this concert, since we were in the second row, there was one row in front of us. It was an older white lady with, I don't know, her sister, her daughter, I don't know, they were both kind of old. But this lady had commented to me at one point, well, first of all, she was drinking a whole lot. So I don't think she was like in the right state of mind. But she befriended me. Joey calls me an old white lady magnet. She thinks that I attract old white ladies wherever I go. And to be honest, I can't really argue with her. I'm friends with all the old white ladies in the community when I walk Frisbee. maybe, Maybe when I visit, I'll learn how to play bridge then. Yeah, perfect. I can introduce you to all of my friends. (laughs) So this old white lady was attracted to my magnetism, of course. And she said to me before we were leaving on Saturday, she goes, oh, like, are you on the Facebooks? 
And I was like, yes, lady, I'm on the Facebooks. And she goes, oh, there's this page called Nuna Nation, you know, for those of us who are over 20. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh. So for a little background, Nuna is the Korean word for kind of like older girl, but not like grandma, but older sister type thing. Hmm. And I was I was kind of offended, <laughs> to be honest. Well, I mean, like, I know it's the truth. But, like, here's this lady who's clearly, like, in her 40s being like, yo, girl in your 20s, you want to join Nuna Nation? And I was like, oh, my God. Is it not an apt description of someone your age, Nuna? I think it is, but it's the reality that that is an apt description of someone my age that I don't like. That that you're over 20? Yes. <laughs> no, that that I'm. I mean, I, that I'm old I, enough to be I considered guess, a Nuna. I guess I'm sorry this woman didn't think you were 19. <laughs> um, <laughs> she should have. Maybe. Uh, oh, actually. So, since you're teaching us Korean, Megan. Oh God. How do you say "I love you" in Korean? Okay. Well, it depends if you want the formal version where you add a yo to the end. No, I I want to know what you told Solar. Oh well, so I. <laughs> <laughs> I did not use the formal version. I contemplated it, but I realized I'm older than her, so I should not be talking to her as if she's older than me. That might offend her, especially if I look like I'm a Nuna. And <laughs> I definitely don't want to be using the formal speech to her because she'll be like, is this bitch cray? Like, <laughs> look at that wrinkle on her forehead. Uh-uh, I don't belong in that. So anyway, the the word is hey, and that is what I said to her. Uh, oh, man, I, I can't say this. Uh Say that one more time. Sarang hey. Sarang hey. That's good. Hmm. I love you too. Aww. But I'm older than you. Wait, no, I'm not. You're older You're than me. You're not older than me. <laughs> our, our birthdays are the farthest apart. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> well, then I'm in you January. You're in December. And we are like. I'm not in December. You're not in December? No, I'm in January. Oh, yeah. You're totally in January. <laughs> so I don't want to give away my date because that's like some PII there, some personally identifiable information. But I am in January. Yeah, I don't know why I thought you were in December. So now you have a 1 in 31 chance of guessing my date. Both of us are 1 31st closer to identity theft. <laughs> so when you told Solar that, was her friend's response in English or was it in Korean? I think it mostly turned to be like a oh wow (laughs) (laughs) so it was in english (laughs) but i i think in general like most koreans are surprised when a white person can speak either that or she's just a really good actress i'm sure she thought it was really cute especially coming from a girl (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) they don't believe in i mean it's a little different there it's a little different if a guy did it yeah I, that would not be the right reaction. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky. I get away with things like this. <laughs> but I was basically crying and peeing and pooping all over the place up there on that stage. So oh, it was just God. not a good sight. Maybe that was the wow. <laughs> That's true. She was like, wow, girl, what is that stain in your pants? Oh, my God. And Solo was just like, it's five seconds up. <laughs> it's up. Okay. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> clean up that mess on your way out meanwhile you're just melting in a puddle yeah well in addition to to that 
high touch, which is obviously a highlight of my time, uh, I also won a whole set of their CDs. Just like like there were like random giveaways. Well, so they had I mean like the booths had raffles and stuff, and I paid five dollars. We had gone to the it was the Mamamoo USA booth, and they're like Mamamoo's fan club here in the U.S. And they had these raffles, and they were selling tickets for the raffles, and the tickets were two dollars for a ticket, or <laughs> as this lady told <laughs> us, five dollars for two tickets. And Joey looked at her like. It's $2 what? for one ticket and $5 <laughs> yeah. for two tickets. And they literally had an argument right there where Joey was like, that's more money. No one's going to pay that. And, and this lady was like, no, it's not. Like, and so we're like breaking down math, like trying to show her that like two plus two is four, which is less than five. And then she, eventually she gave in and she turned to some other girl. And she was like, you told me to say this. And the girl was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> So anyway, we ended up getting three raffle tickets for $5. So I bought five $5 so, worth of tickets. So you renegotiated <laughs> the going rate for these <laughs> raffle tickets? I mean, it should have had to be renegotiated in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches should know five is greater than four. I thought this was some some crazy scheme to prey on you guys, to be like, you only are allowed a single raffle ticket purchase. So you can either buy one raffle ticket for two bucks or double your chances for oh, five. I, see. I know it costs a little more, but there's no other way you can get twice the chances. And they would like punch your card or something like that. Mm, yeah, no. It was just some fail math. <laughs> and Joey negotiated uh, on our behalf. I was very proud of her. I'm proud of that. Damn. I totally didn't even notice. I was like getting, I was already pulling a five out to hand to her. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, um, give me, give me a sec here. Clacky, clacky keyboard. I'm waiting for it. We get the crinkly, crinkly bag tag. Uh, so, you know, out of pure curiosity, uh, can you confirm if one of these items in your Mamamoo prize looks like a cd or dvd case in a bright orange cover with yes gold foil on all sides gold foil where it says mamamoo on the spine and there's a i don't i can't confirm i can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> Um, I don't know because I don't have it with me, but I'm, I'm assuming you have gotten a Mamamoo something or other that you're looking at right now. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and this would be a shout out to uh, my brother, Mikey. He he actually purchased, straight from Japan, uh, that precise Mamamoo. I don't even know what this is. I think it's one of their albums. Is it like fat? Like, is it? Oh, yeah. This is like a hardcover sized. I guess like a small hardcover. Does it have like songs on it? Like does it? Yes. It has one centimeter. Yes. Words don't come easy. This is melting. Something something is something. <laughs> something featuring someone. <laughs> There's another one that's just something. And emotion. I miss you. Funky boy. Something recipe. <laughs> something catfight. <laughs> and just... And Girl Crush. Yes. <laughs> that is their first full-length album, Melting. Just came out recently. That was actually 
the title song from that, which is Non Is Mon Du, which means you're the best. That was the song that made me like go really crazy for them. So that album in particular is very sentimental to me. All right. Well, thanks, Mama Moo Raffle, for ruining my brother's birthday present. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've completely eclipsed this generous notion he had to give this to Megan. Oh, so that was for me. That's that's for you. He he purchased this from Japan. Maybe it was in even Korea. And gave it to my mom, who was visiting in Japan. So she took it across continent lines back into the U.S. to give to me, to give to you. I'm still going to accept this because (laughs) Joey was just complaining to me just this morning, actually. She was like, you opened that CD? Now you don't have, like, a pristine copy. What is the matter with you? So now I have a pristine copy. And life is great. That's a good... that's That's nice of her. It's like... I was totally expecting you to say that, like... She this, cut it in this, half? This discography didn't fit in your bag, so she needed to cut all the, di- like, the cases in half so it would fit. <laughs> yep. But no, that's, like, the complete opposite of that. She was I think like, she learned. You, you want your new inbox cut. Oh, nice. All right, so I'll bring it. Great. <laughs> I accept. Thank you for, to Stephen for, for bringing it. Thank you to... Mrs. Stevens' mom. I don't know if we've said your last name on the Mrs. Podcast. Stevens' mom. <laughs> so I'm going to just call her Mrs. Stevens' mom for now. So I don't want to give another piece of PII out <laughs> in the same birthday episode. Anyway, thank you, Mrs. Stevens' mom, for muling it for yeah. me across yeah. continental lines. Yeah. And if, uh, if anyone's going to steal my identity, they, they're going to have to listen to more than one episode. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you most of all to Mikey for thinking of me in that way because that's the most thoughtful gift that anyone's gotten me. Yeah, this is a really cool looking album. And I'll just say, even though this isn't our explicit episode, these albums come with photo books. So it's good that I have two just in case I ruin the other one. <laughs> this, this one is wrapped in plastic. Right. Great. I forget where I got that joke from. I think I got it from House Bunny with Anna Ferris. Okay, yeah, we have to we have to credit our source. Yeah, I did want to credit my source. I I'm not clever enough to come up with a joke like that on my own. <laughs> Am I clever enough or disgusting enough? I don't really know. I think it's like yeah, it's a particular combination. You can be clever and you can be disgusting, but it takes a certain person to use to to fuse the two and let them intertwine. So thanks, House Bunny. Thanks, House Bunny. For our, for our freaking house bunny sponsorship what, what are we doing here <laughs> it's a good movie all right at this point we're basically at a second episode yep uh did you want to did you want to do anything to close out this second part or we can say all these thank yous are wrapping up another episode of fact here yo yo well <laughs> no God damn it, Frisbee! Shut up! No!